welcome back to Dick Talk. See, I didn't mess it up that time. <laughs> I got I got it down. Bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> All about that Dick Talk. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is uh, Ruben again. Uh, Steve-O, how are you doing? Good, man. Good. It's funny when you're counting down the recording right now, it reminds me of Wayne's World when he's like, five, four, oh, yeah. three. <laughs> That's how we got to start the podcast from now on, dude. We should, dude. Feel <laughs> the finger. How are you doing, uh, Johnson? Yeah, better than I deserve. Oh, you got the he's got his staple saying already. <laughs> That's cool, cool. I got I got my cherry coke right now, so I'm feeling pretty good. Mm. Cherry coke, man. Hell yeah, dude. Do you, do you have any uh, any whiskey in it, or is it no? Just, coke? just straight up coke. I'm pretty tired, so I needed some. I needed a a little buzz pick and a little up. kick pick me up, you know. <laughs> Beast are sticking to the legal stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's pretty good. Man. I haven't had cherry coke in a long time. Yeah. How you doing, man? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. Um, yeah, everything's the same. Had an allergic reaction the other day that almost killed me. What the fuck? <laughs> what was it? I, I have no idea. I don't know what it was. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah, like I was just. I actually, I was. Um, I had like a mango cart, and um, you know the the beer, and uh, like a couple minutes later, my face just started turning like really hot, and then like my ears were hot, and then I started having trouble breathing. Holy shit. And then my lips were like all like itchy and like kind of burning and stuff. Did you have to get an EpiPen out? No, I just took some, uh, some, I don't know. It was, it was like a, not Claritin, but I forget what it's called, like Allegra or something. Hmm. And it took a while for it to kick in, but like I was up to like two in the morning. Like, damn. Dude, it's scary, man. Yeah, no. I know. Oh, Benadryl works for that kind of shit too, right? Yeah, I don't, mm. I don't have, I should have, I should get Benadryl because I'm allergic to like some things, like some like white, I think tilapia I'm allergic to. And really? yeah, that's like the only fish I'm allergic to, and then I'm allergic to walnuts. But I have every other type of nut out there. Like, uh, like deathly allergic though. Like, like you you'll eat walnuts and it'll just kill you. No, it's kind of like uh, I just get like I start to wheeze, and I just feel yeah. like uh, like the inside of my chest is itching. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's just like pretty minor. It's fucking crazy. My sister is allergic to the cold, like the cold weather. Oh <laughs> no That's way! Crazy, yeah. How's that even fucking possible? I don't know, but she she used to work at the store, and then they had her in the freezer department, like when she first started, and she came out in hives. <laughs> so they had oh, a, what the hell? Yeah, maybe some mold back there. <laughs> no, I don't know. So it's like on a, on a cold day, she gets like all fucked up. You know, it's funny that my dad is actually allergic to the sun. He was. So like, he'd come down from Arizona to pick us up, and he'd be driving, and like by the time he got to California. His whole arm was in like blisters, and it was like all like like he was just basically walking melanoma. <laughs> if if, if I were ever allergic to the sun, the one state I wouldn't live in is, is Arizona. Yeah, I probably rolled to like you Alaska know? or something. <laughs> yeah, I know Seattle, like Washington. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like fucking Arizona's living in the middle of a desert. I, I mean, uh, at the very least, maybe just keep your fucking arm inside the the car. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, fuck. <laughs> I would, oh, he's always in trench coats. Oh yeah, like sombrero <laughs> everywhere he goes. Like in trench coat mafia and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I told my teacher in sixth grade I was going to be that for Halloween. Yeah, and she she did not like that. <laughs> like, what are going to be you guys going to be for Halloween? It's like trench coat mafia. It's like get the fuck out of the class. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm gonna call your mom right now. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand the whole thing. I just heard of it on TV. I didn't realize like a bunch of kids like freaking yeah. shot up to school. It just sounded kind of dope. <laughs> I thought it was a, a rap group for a little while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Laying tracks down, trench coat yeah. mafia rolling yeah. out. I was at I was at the bowling alley when that was going down. In Columbine? Oh. Yeah, I was at the oh, like, wow. the Covina bowling alley, and I was just like, like eating my nachos, looking at the screen, and all these see all these kids running out of the school. I was like, oh, what the hell's going on over there? That was like the first. That was like the very first, like initial uh, major public school shooting, right? I mean kind of started the, the whole trend off i believe that, so that i can remember yeah yeah, yeah that's pretty it's crazy because it's like kind of just like a familiar staple of american life at this point in time which is pretty fucked up but yeah and then, and then they they pinned it on marilyn manson yeah dude uh i actually got a, a painting of marilyn manson's where he had like a peace sign it was like he was it was like a hand holding up a peace sign and it had the two shooters at the columbine um you know the, the two Columbine shooters, their yeah. heads were painted on the tips of the fingers of the peace sign. And I got that shit signed from that guy. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I met him in Hollywood one time. Like, Dita Von Tees was just rolling around the party looking totally insane. 
And uh, I, that guy was the strangest person in the whole world to meet, like, up close and personal, because he's, you know, got the two colored eyes, and he just kind of looks like a dead person. It's very strange, but... Yeah. That was a... Uh, and it was watercolor, too. It was very... That's uh, wild, dude. You met him at a party? No, it was like a big, like, a, an event. Like, it, he was signing autographs, specifically. I went with Robert Heffelfinger. Of all people, you guys know that guy. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't know him by, by name. I, I would think I would know that name, but like I would yeah. have to see its face. But you know Steve, right? You know him. Oh, I remember Robert Wellman. He uh, yeah. that guy hooked it up so fat, like in college. Uh, I'm sorry, not in college, in um, high school. And where we go, Covino. Yeah, that dude. He was he was like an assistant to the librarian. So like one day I went to go turn in my book senior year, and he was like, "Oh, you're missing like." three books that you never turned in from like sophomore year. And I was like, those things are gone. Like yeah. <laughs> they're probably on amazon.com cause they got lost and probably being resold. And, uh, he was like, Oh, it's going to be like 340 bucks. I was like, Bro, <laughs> I got 340 bucks. So he was like, hold on a second. And he just deleted them all from my account. And he's like, badass. he's like, okay, you're good. And I was like, dude, you're the freaking best. Thanks. Hell yeah. That's good Crazy. to know people, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was really I nice. Remember the last time I saw that guy was actually at a, uh, your house party. Um, at that one, I think that's, I think that was the same night that I threatened that Gordon guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was a uh, Brandon. Wait, the, oh, the, Brandon, the, the Brandon. fisherman? The fisherman. <laughs> I don't know. Do we know a fisherman? <laughs> no, uh, maybe he's a Gordon fisherman. the fisherman on the commercial. Yeah. No idea who that is. <laughs> Sorry, man. Not Went over my head, pop dude. culture references. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the last night that I saw that guy and he was like trying to give me relationship advice and I was like, dude, I haven't seen you in like eight years. Why are you? Telling me how to bed women down. He said bed women down too. I was like, I don't weird. know, dude. I think that guy, uh, Brandon, was moving on your chick pretty hard. That's why I had to flex on him, dude. Yeah, I remember you threatened to kill him, and I was like, yeah. that's pretty wild. Yeah, you can't be, uh, you can't be moving on on my girl, dude. That's just, you know, it's my property right there. <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you gotta let them know what's up, man. You know, this is America. That was so funny, man. <laughs> I mean, who else is gonna wash your dishes, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> shots fired, bro. Shots just, fired. Just kidding. It's literally me that washes the fucking dishes. Yeah, me too. It's literally mm-hmm. me that does all the cooking in my relationship. Yep. I clean the majority of the dishes, and I uh, and I'm basically the bitch. So yeah, no, I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, <laughs> <Roll> reversal. <laughs> I get I get pegged on the daily. All, all I do is wash dishes and vacuum. That's like the two things I like to do. Those are, well, I mean, vacuum's kind of fun, actually, but washing dishes is, like, my least favorite thing to do in the whole world, so. Oh, yeah, it's like, it kind of clears my mind. Yeah. I can see that. I like to vacuum. Mm-hmm. Vacuuming is cool. I got one of those. Especially di- if you have, like, a Dyson ball. I have, I have, have the I have the Dyson stick. I don't know. That doesn't sound as fun, but. <laughs> the, the thing I'm tripping on is Dyson has a ball and a stick. Yeah, like, this as is their phallic, products. So what the fuck, <laughs> yeah. man? Is it like Voltron together into a big ass cock vacuum? And it's very like, psychosexual <laughs> for sure. Get the fucking the full vi- uh, Voltron vice, bison, uh, no, I, bison I, I, ball. I like it because I like to see like what I sucked up, you know? Like, so I'm always. I, the canister mm. is clear. So like I'm always like vacuuming and I'm always like ex- like examining the canister like oh shit that's like this fucking carpet was filthy you know <laughs> it's wild how dirty shit gets man yeah and it was like I do it like weekly so it's just like how much accumulates you know like how much the canister gets filled up it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's wild you guys hear about Australia right now that shit's going that shit's crazy man no. oh yeah a flood right yes yeah, yeah. so it's it's flooding right now it's like it's like a crazy flood but what's happening is like since the, the as the water's coming up, like all the like snakes and spiders are also like coming up to the houses. So like the people that that are just like they're trying to like flood proof their house, but then you have an army of brown recluse spiders coming like up the hill, you know, just just to fucking and it's like there's videos of it and the whole floor is just like crawling. Like you just see everything just like that's just fucking moving. terrifying. Yeah. It's just another re- at that point you just burn your house down. Why the fuck and, do people live in Australia? I don't know. That sounds terrible. This is know, crazy. Man. And in Australia, in a different part of Australia where there's not flooding, they have a it's a, a mice plague is happening right now. I've heard of oh, that. Oh, I saw know. a video of that. That was yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, they're just fucking wrecking mice the plague. Fucking, they wreck your whole crop. Those motherfuckers will eat everything, dude. Yeah, yeah they're saying there's not going to be enough hay for like the animals this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, like all the hay has <laughs> been eaten up by the mice. So sorry, so there'll guys. There'll be a bunch of dead cows and... 
Dude, we need that that Australian wagyu beef, but it's, oh, that's, man. prices are gonna go up, guys. <laughs> it's all about it's New Zealand, though. New Zealand's got that beef game on point. Yeah, crazy, dude. I saw a documentary about it, and like some of those cows go for like thousands of dollars. Yeah, Damn. you know the thing that sucks though. Like I've seen like uh, advertisements for New Zealand beef, and it actually looks fantastic. And you can kind of just assume that like they're raised on like gorgeous pastures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um. Like, dude, I want like a, a an animal that's been slaughtered at least a uh, hundred miles, you know, from my house. I don't want like fucking New Zealand beef shipped, like you know, frozen and packaged over a ship. That just doesn't sound appealing. Usually, yeah. if you if you freeze it once and def- and defrost it, it's it's good. Yeah. But if you do it multiple times, that's when it's kind of like not that great. I don't believe you. Okay, like if <laughs> if you if you go to let's just say a hundred miles to your, from your house, right, and just like stab a cow in the throat. And yeah. then take it home and like eat it. An A five Wagyu from Australia is gonna taste like way better than that. I mean, it's possible. I'm not no, it's not, it's not possible. It does. I mean, it's you know, it's a fifty fifty chance. But <laughs> that's some really good good Wagyu in Japan. It was it was pretty bomb. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like some of the best meat I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that stuff is good, man. It's crazy. But you can't have too much of it because it's like so fatty. But yeah, like super it's, rich. Yeah, but it's like super good. I can only imagine too. Like, I mean, I don't know. Is that an indicator of like a uh, animal that is in just horrible health? Like, if I'm, you know, and that giant fat animals with just marbled streaks of fat all throughout their flesh, that can't be like good. I don't know for it. I mean, great for us, but I wonder if they have like a higher instance of like heart disease and things like that. They don't. They don't get old enough to suffer the. The yeah, symptoms of heart disease, head. though, you know? They get, get we killed just, long before do. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to, you, want your, you want your cows on, on, on vitamins? <laughs> vitamins. Statin drugs. <laughs> Grass-fed <laughs> diet, all vegan. All yeah. vegan. Also on blood pressure meds. <laughs> <laughs> that's, dude, that's crazy. Like, all the, like, the meds that they give animals, like, like they were just saying that the, was like a, the first baby was born with like the COVID antibodies because like the mom had the the vaccine. Yeah. So that's crazy. Like, like if you you know all these cows are all pumped up with antibiotics. It's like all that mm-hmm. shit goes into you when you eat it. Hell yeah. It's actually why they that's how they explain why prostate cancer is like the number two killer now. Really? Is because well, anytime that your body takes in a synthetic hormone, it uh-huh. stops producing it, right? So that's why people take testosterone their pituitary gland atrophies very quickly because it no longer produces testosterone. Makes sense. Because it, it doesn't have to because it's getting yeah. it from an external source. So it atrophies and then uh, they theorize that because a lot of the meats that we eat are based from hormones, right? So like hormone-injected cows and chickens RBST and or whatever it is. Uh, that Like what? Bestial human growth hormone? Like growth a hormone bo- or something? Bo- yeah, bovine, bovine growth, growth hormone. hormone or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so you take that in, and then <clears throat> your body uses that, but you're, you're the parts of your body that push out those um, hormones stops functioning properly. That's fucking so then crazy. It, it atrophies, and then that's, you know, prostate cancer shot up, like, massively after they started giving cows hormones. Hmm. That's, that's crazy, man. Yeah, but they, it's, it's crazy because when you give a cow hormones, they produce 10 times the amount of milk, right? So I think, it's, I think a cow produces 10 gallons a day on average. And with hormones, they produce 100 gallons a day. Dude, that's crazy. So as a consequence, their udders become so swollen that they hang on the ground, right? So their udders start ripping and tearing because they're just like waddling on the ground. And, you know, it's flesh. It's, you know, it's just soft skin. Shit gets raw. And then it starts getting infected. So that's why they have to pump them full of antibiotics to stop the the infections from developing. So now you got antibiotics and hormones in your milks and in your your meats. And then you eat them and you take them in. So then, you know, your body suffers a consequence of, you know, whatever this cow had in it. So that's this why it's like a This is like a PETA PSA. I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> and nah, now I'm sad because I'm going right? to go home and get myself a fucking steak. So I mean, I, <laughs> I, I eat some I, chocolate I, milk in the steak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm down. I, I love meat. Don't get me wrong. But I just I, bet you do. I don't need, I don't need <laughs> that tube steak. I just don't eat it in the uh, the same quantities that I used to. And also, you have to get it from like you know at least 
assumably qualitative like sources like i get all my fucking like meat like i don't mind going to sprouts for like vegetables and things like that but i can't fucking eat steaks from like stater brothers it's just not even possible for me to do it yeah hundred and i can yeah. taste it like uh, you know somebody could tell me that that's like in that shit's gray like they have fucking <laughs> like gray steaks dude i'm sorry i'm not doing it well you know you, know, you can taste the, the meat is not really red they usually dye it red so it could be a yeah. bright red the same with like salmon like salmon has yeah. died like a farm-raised salmon has died like i just picked up some wild-caught salmon and that shit's like dark orange it's not like that pr- vibrant pretty you know light colored orange yeah mm-hmm. you, you vaping right now v- vaping <laughs> got some chapstick this is some burt's bees medicated right here oh, that's that's the good stuff dude i like that that mintiness yeah burt's bees dick talk i wouldn't mind Possible, like uh, like possible show uh advertisement <laughs> i guess Hit it's kind of like like this whole like milk and antibi- antibiotics and stuff it's kind of like survival of the fittest because like if you if you like make a lot of money you could just buy like the all natural non-gmo no hormones yep. but like if you're just like you know, you're barely making it you got to go buy the food for less like cheap mm-hmm milk mm-hmm. brand and now you're getting full of hormones and, and stuff the know? real broke motherfuckers aren't even getting meat they're just going to mcdonald's or burger king or you know whatever 99 cent menu shit there is yeah you know and in a way like the i forget where i read it but it was like some economic analysis of mcdonald's and they were saying that the 99 cent cheeseburger is like pound for pound the cheapest most economically viable unit of food ever created in all of mankind it's just a dollar for like the most calories that you can get. So you know, in a way, that's good. You're not starving to death if you can just you know spange ninety nine cents a day, <laughs> but you're probably gonna get diabetes. So, and you guys watched uh, that movie? What was it a uh, Super Size Me? Like ten yeah. years ago? Oh yeah, Fuck yeah. And it was wild how it destroyed that guy's body. Shit's terrible, man. It's yeah. delicious though. Holy shit! You know McDonald's breakfast? Like that's something I I loathe McDonald's like as a a corporate force and health, like, you know, detriment to, like, everybody who consumes it. But let me tell you something right now. Sausage McGriddles, <laughs> I would cry if they discontinued them. They are fucking amazing. Like, especially after a day's hard drinking, you wake up, you know, you got to get to work. Man, I'm going to McDonald's for sure. <laughs> Damn, man. Some fat boy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. I never, I never so even, tasty. I never even really ate McGriddles. You know, like that wasn't even like, like growing up, I never even looked at that side of the menu. It was always like too expensive. You know what I mean? It was really? just like, oh, you're getting like either the the dollar menu stuff or like, you know, but you're not gonna get no McGriddle. Yeah. <laughs> <So> like <laughs> you, even up. growing up now, I still just like, eh, I don't know, like it's. It's not something that I would normally eat. I don't know, but it's good. Though. I mean, you could go. You could go for just like the regular, um, the sausage McMuffin, which was also fantastic. Yeah. I'm not usually all... a fan of of fast food breakfast. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I'm Maybe always waiting. Like it. I'm That's always waiting for the cutoff to end to lunch to That's... start. I'm exactly the opposite. You know how many times I have repeated this exact situation? I wake up. It's Sunday. It's my only day off. I'm going to go and get my favorite breakfast in the entire world, and that is Chick-fil-A's breakfast menu. That's and my worst. I, I hate Chick-fil-A I roll breakfast. Up, I roll up to Chick-fil-A. Every, somehow I still do it, and I realize just as soon as it gets in sight that Chick-fil-A's is closed on Sundays. Every single <laughs> fucking Sunday. Yeah, somehow, that's so sad, Johnson. I've done this shit seven times. I I've counted it and it's fucking just catastrophic every time it hurts my soul. What do you get from uh, there? I don't I don't like their their breakfast sausage McMuffin thing. Yeah, sausage muffin. Gross, dude. Wait wait wait, hold on, wait 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 wait. You go to Chick Fil A for sausage McMuffin sausage muffins? Sausage muffin. You know, probably they would not appreciate. So that. they they make a better sausage muffin than McDonald's. Oh, for sure. Their breakfast is better than McDonald's for sure. It's crazy. I gotta, I gotta try that out. I, I just, I, I got like their chicken biscuits, whatever. And that was like, it always just seems real dry for me. Yeah. And then the burritos, the breakfast burritos, I don't like either. Yeah. Try them. The try the uh, the sausage muffin, dude. You're gonna fucking All right. cream yourself. This Sunday, I'll head over there and <laughs> check it out. <laughs> oh man, pick me up though on your way. <laughs> yeah, we'll both go. Get to be disappointed. <laughs> I remember one time, John, this is back like right after high school, we were, uh, Johnson was running his dad's shop. Uh-huh. Now his shop. And he, uh, <laughs> yeah. he actually pulled up from the runes. Like mad props to you, man. I remember yeah. when you were like struggling really hard to get that going and now you're Fucking killing it. But brutal. 
Yeah, dude, I remember those days, man. I'm, I'm way proud of you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, man, but I, I remember uh, we went to Macaroni Grill, and we were, like, 19, so we got frozen peach bellinis, like, which is usually, <laughs> like, a fucking, like, alcoholic drink. Yeah, those things like, are so fucking tasty, by the way. It was so good, and, like, we were drinking those, and, like, I think we spent, like, I don't know, it was, like, $120, like, on a mule. Wait, but so <laughs> like, they sold you guys alcohol? No, it was no, not. No. They were virgin, like, it was frozen a virgin bellini, bellini, dude. <laughs> virgin bellini, and I can remember, like, like you came back and like your dad heard about it and your dad was like, you guys spent a hundred dollars at an Italian restaurant. And oh, I was like, shit. I like, ain't I nothing. I know. like John, Johnson paid. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> God, that dude, was a beautiful time in my life, dude. It was pretty Insane wild. amounts of money. And we that, were just chilling at Europe had every day. It's mm. crazy that you, it's like, I could see spending that much money. Like if you had actual, like, like alcohol, but it was like non-alcoholics. It was just oh, like, for sure. Just ice and some some sugar syrup for fucking hundred and some dollars. Back back when I first took that business over, though, it was retarded. Like I had six grand in, of cash in my pocket at any point in time. I just always had like a mound of hundred dollar bills. So it was like whatever. And I wasn't mm-hmm. twenty one yet, so I was like, you know what? Give me a frozen peach bellini, <laughs> virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, me too. And oh, then yeah. we get like two, and we'd be fucking dying of like sugar coma intoxication. Yeah. Some kind of buzz. You, you sound like a, a good date, Johnson. <laughs> Thank you. Like a good time. I've been known to take care of these ladies out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> today's episode is going to be about Johnson's house. Like his house is like on a main street, and like even growing up as a kid, like I, we would drive by that house all the time, and I would just like get crazy, creepy vibes from it. <laughs> and you know, like even as a kid, like that was like the scary house on the block. And uh, I grew up, and then I met Johnson, and hey, that's where he lived. You know, that's just like his house. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, dude, your house was like crazy creepy to me. Like, e- like even before I even entered it, you know. Yeah. No, it definitely had like kind of a like castle aura. You know, like all, all like West Coast people are kind of used to living in houses built in the fifties and sixties and stuff like that. So. Like, this is, a, like, a hundred-year-old house on the West Coast, and it's, it's kind of like an ancient castle in that way. But, um, yeah, no, it was built in, like, 1910. It had, like, a really badass, um, like, rock wall, which kind of added to the, like, antique look to it uh-huh. and stuff. But, yeah, the place creeped the fuck out of pretty much everybody. My dad, actually, like, back in the day, used to say that, um, like, we scared the ghosts out of there, and yeah. they went into my mom. And then somehow they would just creep themselves out every now and then and fuck with people. But like, it's, it's weird too. Cause I don't really consider myself like somebody who's big on like the metaphysical explanations for things. I'm not really a big believer in shit that I can't prove, but it just seems like everybody that kind of chilled at that place for any length of time, like saw or felt something creepy as fuck. And like me included, like, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know what it was about it, but it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty fun growing up at that place. You remember? You guys remember uh, Tina? Yeah, dude. That's that's yeah, that's yeah, sure it's crazy. That was kind of like a later like situation, but Tina was like this, like four foot eleven, like like just straight L.A. gangster chola broad, and like she went to jail for like ten years for shooting a a woman that she was pimping technically at the time and then so when she got out my dad decided that it would be a good idea to bring her in as the nanny for the house and uh (laughs) like according to her she has this like little little girl version of herself that's like somewhat demonic and so she this is kind of like the stuff that would be more contemporary with like me and steve-o and like a bunch of the friends that were actually chilling at the place so you know, it's like in that era. But yeah, this little girl would follow Tina around, so she said. And I never saw like anything specific like, that would make me think otherwise. Mm-hmm. But um, it would, like even somebody like Josh, <clears throat> he said he saw some freaky shit and it freaked him out too. And if you could convince that motherfucker that something wild's going on, then you can pretty much convince anybody. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to convince any of the best ghost hunters in town. <laughs> but yeah. What do you, we what even do just you, said... Uh, huh? I say we even remember we decided to start that ghost hunting crew <laughs> after all that stuff happened. Yeah, oh, I wow. remember that. Yeah, you guys were like all about it. <laughs> it was Alan, man. Alan Galvez, that guy was like super. Like he printed all this guy. information, but 
it was really interesting. I, I remember my first experience. So it was actually with Josh. So uh, hmm. Josh Espana and I went to Sounds of the Underground. And it was in a in LA somewhere, right? It was some. It's it's like a miniature Ozfest, but like a lot of metal bands. And it was super dope. We saw Lamb of God. We saw like a whole bunch of really cool bands. I think Hate replayed. Anyway, so his mom picks us up, right? So I'm I'm driving. His mom's giving us a ride home, and we're like probably maybe eighteen or so, maybe eighteen or nineteen. It was around that time. And for some reason, she gave us a ride, even though I was driving, but. She picked us up. She was driving us back. And then Johnson texted me on the way back. And he was like, hey, dude, I need you to come over right now. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, what happened? Dude, is everything okay? And he was like, dude, I just need to come over. I'm in my house by myself. And like, there's just a lot of weird shit going on. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking weird. And I knew like you had told me your whole past, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. I had like, you had a lot of crazy experiences. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, whatever. Like I had never seen anything at Johnson's house. This is before Tina showed up. I was like, whatever. So like Johnson's uh, mom, I mean, sorry, Josh's mom pulls up to your house and uh, she passes like, you know, like remember like your driveway mm-hmm. as you're pulling up. So right when you pull up to Johnson's house in the center of it, uh, you pass the driveway, which is on the left side of the house if you're facing it. And then you can see the side of the house. She she just passed your driveway. So I kind of see the side of your house. And Johnson was like, all right, I got out of the car. And Josh was like, oh, you're, uh, you said Johnson's here by himself. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, I thought I saw the, the, the uh, kitchen light on. So I looked over and I see this like woman in like a blue muumuu and she's like washing dishes because that's where your kitchen was right there on the side of your mm-hmm. side of your house. So I was like, what the hell? So like I say bye to Josh and like I'm walking towards your door and I'm like, fucking Johnson, like you told me no one was here. And the bitch ass is like said something <laughs> weird was going on in his house. And he's like, so I roll up and I'm like knocking on the door, like knocking on the door and it's pitch black inside. And I look into that little glass diamond under door. I can see the kitchen light on. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of far. It's maybe about 15 feet away from the door. So it's in the distance. And so I call you and you're like, that wakes you up and you were sleeping on the couch, like literally a foot from the door. Yep. So you get up and uh, I shut the door behind me. I'm like, Hey dude. And I'm like, yo, I was like, I thought you said like you were here by yourself. And you're like, I am. I was like, nah, dude. I was like, I just saw like your, your mom in a blue moo washing dishes. And you were like, dude, my grandma died in a blue moo Like, <laughs> in the house like yeah. a few years like like 10 years ago i was like holy yeah. shit what the fuck are you serious <laughs> your grandma died in a blue moo moo like yep. in the house so like i looked in the kitchen i went over there and i started looking around because i was like i didn't believe it but that was like the start for me of all the weird shit that started happening at your house yeah and there was nobody there that's for sure now yeah, that place like, i'll tell you what happened that night too it was pretty fucking it was pretty wild and like i said like like, I mean, I'm fairly hard to convince with these kinds of things myself. And sometimes, you know, you you remember something from when you were kind of young and you like, you even like later on in your own life, you can't really trust yourself when some shit like that happens. But I've kind of like thought about it multiple times and it's confirmed enough to where I'm like, all right, dude, like I can't explain it. But, but that night, um, what happened was my parents had like gone, they'd left town or so, to do something and they were going to be gone until the next day. And so... Like, I'm just kind of chilling there myself. And, like, the place is creepy as fuck, like, when there's people there. Like, it's super fucking creepy when nobody's there. Like, if you're chilling in the in the living room, we had a bar, and then there was, like, a staircase that went up to the other side, and you could see, like, where that staircase was. You always got the feeling somebody was watching you from that little staircase area, right? And, like, you could swear that somebody was peeking their fucking head out of that little black area and then looking at you and when you looked it just felt like somebody had just pulled their head in so it's like who the fuck knows but that night i i i experienced something like that something fucking really freaky had happened and then we had a dog like a a a rottweiler shelby and the dog kind of like freaked me out because she was giving me weird vibes and she was kind of like growling at me for some fucking weird reason. And then, so I opened the door up because I'm freaking the fuck out. So I'm like, if I got to split, I got to split fast. And so I'll just leave the door open. And then like, I felt some weird shit. Like it felt like sand was falling on my head. And then the dog like fucking like made this weird gesture and I just broke out. Now this could have <laughs> just been me being a bitch, right? It's a possibility. You can freak yourself out. But I roll out to the front yard and I'm like this is like really fucked up but I actually have to sleep here and I look back inside and somebody is looking at me 
like for a split second, it felt like somebody was looking at me from like the top windows, the two two front windows of the house. Right. And that is, I'm pretty sure that's like when I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm not going back in there until somebody comes here. And then I call my boy Fifer, and he rolls through and saves the day. And then we go to sleep. It's kind of a weird story, but. <laughs> we both slept <laughs> on your couches in the front room. Yeah. I remember we both just laid there and we're like, good night, bro. No fucking way I'm going upstairs after this. Yeah, dude, that's some scary fucking shit, man. <laughs> fucking shit freaked me out. Uh, yeah. I mean, I literally saw like a woman in your window. Like, I yeah. vividly remember it now because I remember thinking, Johnson, like, I was like, a lying fuck. I was like, his mom's here. <laughs> and like, this woman in a blue moo just washing dishes. And yeah. Well, that's that's my story too from his house. That's like what I saw. Oh, and yeah. I remember like, because I, I started coming around like a lot like later, a little bit like yeah. after mm-hmm. that. Because I think that was still, like, in high school, right? Like, you guys were still, That may like, have been, like, right in high school. Yeah, right? like, in the middle. Like, like maybe... You, I don't think we were seniors yet at that time. Because I remember, like, the sounds of the underground happening. But... Maybe, yeah. I started going, yeah. like, right at the end of high school. I started yeah. going over. But I remember the same thing. Like, we were all hanging out in your front yard. And it was... I think it was, like, all of us and then some other people. And then I was like, oh, I saw somebody, like, like washing dishes... Like mm-hmm. also Namumu. I don't remember what color it was, but also Namumu. And then I had mentioned something like, Oh, your your grandma and your mom's here or whatever and then like they're like, Oh no, that's just his oh they're like, Yeah, his grandma. I was like, Oh, and then somebody was like, Oh, but she's dead and she's been dead for like so many years. And I was like, What the fuck? And then I and think then by I, that time. Yeah, and I, so I think like and I didn't like I was just oh that's funny, you know, it's like a joke, whatever. And yeah. when we went in, I was like expecting to see her, like, you know, like she was still there, but no, and then I found out she was like She's really been dead for a while, you know? It's really strange, too, because it's like with the amount of people that have actually had similar experiences at my house, you'd it's like, I don't know, like, why why is the whole ghost phenomenon such a controversial topic? Like, Because I think probably a lot of people have had weird experiences. They just can't prove it to themselves yeah. that, like, that it was real, you know? And you can freak yourself out and, into believing something that's not real, like, you, you know? Yeah, but, 100% you could do that. I, and then I, I remember one time I was over at your house and then like everybody was doing salvia like upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and like um, I remember like I, I, I wasn't doing it. Like I was just like there just to like watch you guys. She and, is awesome, by the way. <laughs> and um, I was like just chilling. And then like I I heard like people running up the stairs. Yeah. And then like I, there was nobody coming up. And, and the same thing. You guys are like, oh, yeah, just we, that shit happens all the time. You know, because I was, I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with this house, dude?" Like, because I always it's, like it always creeped me out. But like, dude, it's like it's real. You know, it's just happening. Dude, the house before that, the the house that we lived in before that one was is on like Second Street in in Covina, like downtown Covina. That mm-hmm. place was actually fucked up. Like, like the the shit that we experienced in the West Covina house was like tame. The shit in the in the Covina house, I actually remember like seeing full on. And keep in mind, this is like ages like what like six months old to like five five and a half or something like that so i was tiny but i specifically remember like seeing fucking full like like bodied human is human ish creatures like fucking walking down the hallways and shit and they were like dressed in like era correct like 1920s fucking like you know stopwatch in a fucking vest kind of shit it it was like super fucking weird and everybody experienced kind of like the similar shit like that place creeped the fuck out of people but yeah so i, I don't know who knows dude but. that that house is probably older than the the west covina house too because yeah it's like Covina. yeah it's like a lot older of a, of a yeah. area yeah, I don't know how somehow I, somehow I lucked out and got, like, the two oldest houses in the fucking San Gabriel Valley to live in. <laughs> I know, dude. But, right. I can only imagine what it's got to be like in on the West Coast. Like, these fucking guys, like, the average, like, you know, non-suburban house in, in Boston has to be, like, 130 years old or something. Mm-hmm. Shit's got to be terrifying. Yeah, I know. We kind of got lucky. So, what was up with that old house? Was it just, like, uh, like you saw, like, creatures or something? Like, did any, like... People. Like people, oh, shit was just straight up people. Um, did, did anything happen in that house before you guys lived there? Or do you, that you yeah, know of? yeah, for sure. No, the people that rented the house told us. Uh, and in fact, when we uh, got the house, like obviously this is all stories from my dad because I was like a fucking infant when we moved into that place. But um, from what I understand, they like found like dead cats that had been nailed to the floor. Like, yeah, uh, you tell and, me about that. 
Yeah, like they found a, a whole bunch of really fucked up shit, and there was like weird wicker furniture, and it was like basically just a group of Jamaican dudes, and apparently they're into some fucking weird hoodoo shit, and they would they got in trouble because they kept like people would be walking by and they would open up the front curtains to these big windows in the front of the house, and they'd just be, like, naked and doing fucking sick shit. Like, so they were sick fucks. And so we move in, and we had to clean out. My I should keep saying we, but my parents had to actually clean out all of the fucking just weird shit. And there was, you know, like, candle wax, and fucking, like I said, there was, like, literally dead animals that had been apparently tortured. Uh-huh. And so when we came into that place, like... Bad vibes. Super fucked up vibes, and then... Like, you know, one story that was, like, the most fucking hardcore in that place, and I kind of vaguely remember it, but I remember it, remember it more from being told by my, my dad. My parents, or my, my mom and my sister and brother had gone for the evening, and it was just me and my dad were chilling, and uh, my dad said he used to hear me, like, speaking to these, speaking in, in my room alone to myself, but it sounded like I was having a conversation with somebody, and... uh so he was kind of convinced that, like, I was, like, talking shit about him to, like, ghosts or something like yeah. this, which, because he was, like, like kind of fucked up at the time, like, my whole family was kind of, like, I come from, let's just say, lower, middle, like, socioeconomic status, like, people, initially, we were broke, and, like, there was, like, you know, like, drug problems and things like that, and, um... So he was probably just spun out and paranoid at the time. Uh, but what I do remember is we were chilling there on the couch, and then I um, I saw a dude walking down the stairs. It was like middle of the night. Me and my dad are chilling, like laying down on the couch watching television, and I, I look over to the staircase behind the couch, and like I start like fucking like just kind of like, you know, my eyes are moving down the stairs. Uh-huh. And my dad's like, what do you, what's what's going on over there? And I'm like, there's a guy walking down the stairs with a fucking axe. And I don't know what he's doing. And my dad's like, well, tell him to get the fuck out of the house. And so I said, get the fuck out of the house. And I'm like, <laughs> four. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of the house. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so ridiculous. But the fucking, like the whole house felt like there was a massive vacuum at that instant that fucking just pulled through, like, the house, and that you could hear people running everywhere. And I remember this shit. Like, the fucking house felt like it was shaking off its foundation. And then, like, you could just hear people running up and down the stairs, and it blew the windows out in the bathroom on the upstairs, like, you know, bathroom at the end of the hall. And the fucking windows were literally broke out. My mom was like what the fuck are you guys doing to the windows in the bathroom? <laughs> right. And it's Breaking like, we've been chilling downstairs. So that was the story. And I do vaguely remember like the details and kind of like the horror of it. And uh, that was when my dad said that the, the ghost must have gone into my mom and then they followed us to the new house. That was, the, <laughs> that's the genesis of that story actually. <clears throat> but yeah, that place was fucked up and everybody I knew, like even people that I still to this day know, um, like tell tell of like stories where they've like seen people walking around heard people like fucking stomping up and down the stairs in that place that place was fucked up and then you know we kind of had like i said it was a much more moderate version of that when we went to the west covina house thankfully because and that shit's kind of wild and since then i've actually been to that house uh and spoken to two sets of people who have lived in there since we've lived there and Every one of them is like, yep, nope, we actually have seen similar things. Like, Really? Damn. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So, at the West Covina house? At the Covina house. Oh, really? Yeah, that the the house on 2nd Street that yeah. it's a, it's a really badass house. But yeah, two sets of people like we cuz from time to time, you know, you just want to drive by your old spot and see what's popping. Yeah. And so we've done that and one time it was the front yard and one time it was the backyard. We were going like just driving by seeing what they had done to the place. And the first time, you know, it was the first, I forget even what the, what the people's names were. Cause it was just that we only talked to them one time, but both of them said they had like seen similar shit. A gu- old man with a vest and a watch, uh, a chain watch in, in, in his pocket. And they'll just like roll through the living room and stroll out the front door. It was like, yeah, that's exactly what I remember seeing as a kid. So, did you ever see anything in your like living with Melissa now, or in your? Uh, do your parents ever see anything, or do you think it was tied to the house? 
I don't know, dude. Like, um, my uh, the house that I'm living in now, I don't really nothing like that's ever happened. Um, and I don't really think anything like that has happened recently with my parents. Otherwise, I'd assume they uh, they would have told me something about it. But who knows? Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. What still trips me out though is like that girl you guys had, uh, Tina, that was living at the house. Yeah, because I remember like just hanging out there, and she was like the nicest person I like I've known, dude. Yeah. And like she would always come down and be like, "You guys want me to, you know, make you guys some food or do whatever?" Mm-hmm. And she was like so nice. And then you guys told me the story about it. I was like, "What the fuck?" This whole time, <laughs> yeah. it's like, like she, that's like she was like a murderer, you know, just like living at the attempted, house. attempted yeah. murder, probably yeah. real too that hadn't gotten caught for it. But yeah, she went to prison for attempted murder. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's can't a, be stealing a, can't be stealing your pimp's crack, dude. That's just not something you do. <laughs> yeah, she she told me some crazy stories uh, about her, like how she was supposed to be like the prophesized child of her, because uh, she she's actually uh, Native American, right? Like she has a lot yeah. of Native American blood in her, yeah. so she she was supposed to be like the the prodigal child of her tribe. Yeah, but like I guess that she because she grew up in L.A. and her dad was like mafia, she didn't end up being that. So that that little like shadow that we all started seeing in your house, like all independently, like randomly, uh, was her when we all I remember when we all started talking about it. Do you remember this? Yeah. We were like one by one we all started seeing this little shadow, like this little girl. Like I remember I saw her because you guys I think were smoking weed or something like that. And oh, for uh, sure. You guys were like, <laughs> oh, go get the bong upstairs. I was the only one I, I never did drugs, so I was the only sober one. Yeah. So I went upstairs to go get a, I think the bong or something like that out of your room. Probably the so, zong. The zong. Oh yeah, the zong. I remember that. I love that so, thing. So I ran up there and I turned the. I went to go flip the light on and it wasn't working. And I was like, "What the fuck?" So it was like going up and down, up and down, and there was like, the light just wasn't turning on. So I was like, oh, "Okay, like I'll just kind of feel it out." So I was walking around the room. Guys, still get goosebumps thinking about it. And I was trying this to is, find... This is Jake's room? That that one with that big, like, ang- angle in the back? Yeah, that big yeah. slant. That's gonna that fucking room was fucked up. Yeah. Dude, that's... Sh- dude, I was scared shitless, man. So I walked in that room. I'm, like, flipping the light. And I'm, like, that's weird because I was just in here, like, three hours ago. And, like, the light was working, right? So I'm flipping the light up and down. So I'm I'm feeling around the room for the, the zong. I think it was in that little desk. So I end up finding it. And then all of a sudden, I get this really fucking weird feeling. I was, like what the fuck? I was like, something doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And I looked over into the corner where the bed was like way in the corner. Mm-hmm. And I saw like, so the light from the hallway was shining in. That was the only light that I had to like look around the room in. And I could see a pair of legs, right? Like of like, like a little girl. Like I could see like from maybe just above the kneecaps to like halfway down the shins standing in the corner by his bed. Yep. And I was like, is that what I think it is? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I was like, that's fucking weird. And then I, I kind of looked at it, but I felt really like, like get the fuck out of the room. Like it just didn't feel right. So anyways, I I found the song and I was like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I was like, that was weird. Yeah. So I head back downstairs and then I, I delivered the fucking goods. And then slowly over that like month or two, everyone starts coming up with these stories. Like Josh saw, Josh was like on the phone with outside, I think. Yep. And he saw like, he saw, the, you know, those number of hedges that were by your house right there. Yeah. He said he saw someone walk into him. So he was standing there and he looked over and it was nighttime. So he looked over and he said he saw like a little girl turn into the hedges and walk there. Yeah. And he was like, whoa, what the fuck? I so remember he that. bringing that up. You remember Do that? I remember yeah. that story. Yeah, fuck. Up against yeah. the brick wall, like those hedges. Yeah. There's Which all is weird because it's right like there. there's nobody, there's no way to go behind those fucking hedges because they're literally attached to the wall. So it's like. Right. There's hedges. Yeah. There's like maybe about this big, like a foot or two big hedges against yeah. the wall. So. He said he saw a girl walking and she turned into him and disappeared. And like that was like maybe a week after I'd seen like a little girl in Jake's bedroom. Yeah. And then everyone had their own story and then started coming out. Yep. Dude, and that's like fucking, you know, Mr. I read the selfish gene like Richard Dawkins fucking atheist guy talking about this shit. And he's always been that style of contrarian dude. So if you're getting, like I said, if you're convincing fucking Josh Espana that there's like some weird shit going on at your place, then something fucking strange is popping off. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's not gullible. He's very, very well thought. Like he doesn't, yeah. uh, he does he's not take things. He is skeptic and he does not take things for face value. Like you have yeah. to, you have to prove it to him. Yeah. I saw yeah. that same little girl, um, 
I remember one time we were all like probably just finished hotboxing the truck or the Magnum or something like that. It was that. an There's excursion. Like, we were in your excursion going to get yeah. food. And I fucking were pulling out of that motherfucker, like pulling out of the driveway. And I look and the car that's parked in uh, in front of the house, that little fucking girl is staring over the fucking like driver's seat, like or like right next to the driver's seat. And I'm like, what the fuck? And uh, yeah, no, you, it's that weird feeling, too, where like there's something something fucky is popping right now. And like, I got to just break out like that's that weird feeling, you know, it's like a yeah. urgency feeling. I don't know what it, how to explain it, but. Yeah, there, there's actually something in my story that I left out that actually was kind of freaky. Some more like third party verification that like yeah. was interesting. So that that same night, I, or I think maybe it was it was a night that we all talked about it, right? Mm-hmm. That we had all kind of like we were on the table and like everyone was kind of like, "Had you guys seen like a little girl walking around the house?" Like I thought it was around the house. Josh was like, "Dude, I saw a girl like outside," and then yeah. you were like, "I swear to God, I saw a girl with jet black hair sitting in the car." Yep. When we were pulling out. So everyone started throwing out their stories, and like Tina's like sitting there, like just nodding her head, and that and that's when she, that's when she fucking breaks out and starts telling us that she was supposed to be this like chosen child of her tribe, but she never got to be it because her dad was you know mafia. She said she had to kill someone like the first person she ever killed. She was like fourteen. I don't it was doubt like it. like in the desert somewhere. Like she had talked about it. She was telling us about all this crazy shit, right? Like so she was saying because she didn't become this like golden child that she was supposed to be. And now projects into this like really resentful entity, yeah. which, you know, like I'm very skeptic too. like, I, yeah. I highly doubt that that should actually like is true. But, you know, like yeah. you can't deny what you saw sometimes, you know. But anyways, I remember that night that we all talked about it and we all like we all shared the experience and we were all tripping. I went home and I was scared as fuck, dude. I was yeah. like, that's some weird shit dude, because I'd never oh, yeah. experienced anything like that in my life. So I go home and I shared a bed with my little brother Tyler at the time. And uh, I walked in. He was still playing video games, playing WoW. And he was like, hey, what's up, man? And I was like, dude, check this shit out. So I shared with him that story, right? And he was like, that's fucking nutty. Like, you're an insane person. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to go shower and like rinse off, right? So I, um, I shut our bedroom door and our bathroom was like literally like, like right next to our, our um, bedroom, like like an inch away. It's just like a 90 degree angle. It's like bam right there. Yep. So I exit, I close the be- our bedroom door. I go into the bathroom. I start showering. When I come out, Tyler's in bed. And he's like, dude, he's like, <laughs> when you went to the bathroom, he was like, you're, I heard the door open again. And I turned around because I thought you came back in. And I was like, oh, hey. So I guess the door opened and then slowly shut. And he was watching it the whole time, just like, uh, like, hello, what the fuck? <laughs> so, and I was in the shower, I was just watching, but he thought I came back in the room because so he turned around and fucking shit just flew open, and then like the door handle just shut and went. Chrrr. He was like, "Yeah, fuck that, I'm going to bed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing WoW anymore." <laughs> and need my blankie. That's fucking crazy that's, as fuck. That's man. wild, man. Yeah, but there was no shortage of that kind of shit, dude. I remember one time I was chilling on my bed, and I always had like a gigantic bed, and uh, it was always well made. And I get home, and I got to take a shower. My girl's chilling in the room with me. Like I'm like, all right, I got to go take a shower. So I go take a shower. I come back, and she's like fucking sitting there, like on the floor, freaking the fuck out, like kind of like just in this weird, you know, state of shock kind of thing. And she said, as soon as I left to take a shower, um she was like on her way back into the room and she literally saw on the the clean fresh made bed like somebody stepped on the bed and walked off the fucking bed and there was nobody there you could just see the footprints in the bed and the footprints were still on the fucking bed like when i got out of the shower yeah. was, so then you know like i said like there's just too much too much strange shit to have you know just be people everybody making it up i don't know yeah crowds can come to like they can make things up like people can have collective delusions i don't doubt it but it's like i don't know Uh, especially the whole everybody kind of saw the same literally the same little girl in that house it's like how the fuck is that possible we didn't know tina we didn't know that story until everybody kind of fucking was like all right something something's going on here and everyone saw the same shit you know yeah it was the same little thing strange strange consistency yeah. It's crazy, man. Uh, have you ever talked to anybody from that house since you left? No. Oh, yeah, one time. 
Um, but yeah, they weren't really very nice people. Like the same people that like are there now, they've kept the whole place. And it's like this, like kind of like short brawny Mexican dude. And he's like a, an ex Marine. Uh-huh. And so he's like this hard ass. Right. And he rolls up and they did a beautiful house, a uh, beautiful job actually like restoring that place. Like they yeah. took like fucking, they sanded everything and repainted it and did a bunch of like construction on the inside. And we have... My dad has this weird fetish where he just likes to help terrible people all the time. <laughs> like, and so he'll bring in at any given time. There's there's a drug addict living in the house, and we have yeah. like a, we had like a designated room where it would we would always have it would either be this dude Shane or this dude Rodney Jim. or Jim or there's always fucking somebody that's shitty, and they're living in that house, and so in that room, the the front room, right? The smallest room. And so when I roll up after like maybe a year after the house is sold and we're, me and my dad want to just roll up and see what's up with these people. Like just, you know, have a cordial conversation. And so we come up to this dude and he's like kind of confrontational. Like what are these two big crackers coming up on my front <laughs> fucking lawn for? And I'm like, that's reasonable. Like, you know, we're not here to like, you know, scary or anything, but we just wanted to see, you know, Hey, we used to own this place and, and he was like, oh, yeah? And then he looks at me, and he's like, I'm not a big fan of meth heads. And I'm like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, do I look like a fucking meth head? Like, I'm fat. <laughs> what are you talking about, motherfucker? Like, there's two fat motherfuckers standing right here. How, are you, how do you get the idea that they're, we're speed freaks? <laughs> we and eat appara- meth heads. Apparently, he had, like, taken, like, the shitty walling off of the the closet in that small room... And there was like fucking hundreds of Coke baggies, empty Coke baggies stuffed in the walls in that room. And so he thought I was a fucking like drug addict. And so he did not want to have a conversation with me. And he kept like just for no reason talking about how he didn't like like meth heads. And I'm like, all right, Dick. So (laughs) if you don't want us to be here, you could just, just, you know, we could roll out. I just wanted to come by and say, what's up? Like, you know, but that was the extent to which I've communicated with the new people in that house. And it didn't necessarily go cordially. So (laughs) fucking meth head. head. It's the first time in my whole life. I've actually been like called a fucking meth head. I'm like, dude, (laughs) Hey, so well, he, you have yellow dick. He, he had the evidence to back it up, dude. All he, those, a whole lot of meth it, bags, too. you know. There's like 50 fucking empty meth bags in there. I'm like, dude, well, I kind of get it, but still fuck you. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you got my old house. Get the fuck out of here. Right? We should steal my ship. We should, we should go egg that house one day. <laughs> I'm just going to have to cut this little piece out of the podcast yeah. so we don't... Uh, <laughs> don't incriminate ourselves. Incriminate ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss it, though. As fucked up as that place was and as kind of fucking creepy vibes as it was, it was always interesting because um, that was like, if you were from the area, you knew that house. Yeah. Like, everybody had just seen that house. It was like, yo, oh, yeah, you, you mean that house with the big rock wall? And they yeah. kind of, you, you know, they knew what house you were talking about. So it was kind of like a like a landmark, you know? A lot of good yeah, memories, man. too, the house. Yeah, a whole lot, dude. I was there for 20 years, so... So That's where I learned to cook, man. We used to cook every weekend. Remember that? Hell yeah, dude. Italian food, fucking salmon. You remember that time that we did that salmon? I remember your dad talking wreck. I remember your dad talking so much shit. He was like, you guys, you guys we bought like ciabatta bread and we thought we'd oh, make man. like salmon sandwiches. And he was yeah. like, it was so good in my head. And it was, it was fucked up, man. Ciabatta is like, good- like too hard of a bread, right? To have salmon. It's- Way too hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> you just destroyed the anything that was inside of it. And the salmon, dude, it was the first time that we had ever actually cooked a giant filet of salmon, and it was like a fucking cardboard when we were done with it. We, <laughs> but, but we did cook a shit ton of bacon, and we put it on there. I think that made up for like everything. Yeah. You just tasted bacon and like bread. Yeah. <laughs> and then like a bunch of filler bullshit, but as, we got our chops there, dude. I remember you had a Teflon pan. I had no shit, so I was cutting something on a Teflon pan, and I cut a bunch of Teflon into the food. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, pretty sure we're all going to die of cancer someday. It's from probably why, I mean, I'll bet you you could, like, track the, the size of our testes, and they've definitely shrunk from that incident. Yeah. <laughs> Some tef- Teflon sperm, That's dude. what Teflon does, dude. It shittles, 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 uh, I think it'll actually shrink your, your ween and your testes, so. I don't know, maybe, dude. I got to... I have a huge ball sack for some reason, dude. It's just massive. <laughs> Even when I was a kid, do you have a picture of me? Like the like the first day I was born, tiny wiener, massive balls, man. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck's up with that shit, dude. 
I mean, I guess you're good where it counts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen that um, YouTube advertisement um, uh, for Umzu? No. It's like, there is a uh, there is a strain of bacteria called Lactobacillus ruteri that gives you bigger balls. And then there's the 808 drop, and it's like, you know, here's my sales pitch. It's yeah. terrible, but... Apparently having a big sack, you know, there's probably a reason you have like a deep ass voice and it's, there's, there's a correlation. (laughs) Size of your dick is equivalent to the depth of your voice. Yeah. Or at least, you know, the sack, I'm not going to give you the props on the ween. I haven't seen it. So (laughs) I mean, I never had any complaints. I'm (laughs) I've seen seen glimpses of it. (laughs) Where the fuck did you see glimpses Glimpses. of it? And you were sleeping. Various times you, you know, I followed you to the restroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you've seen it, Johnson. I, I think I showed yeah. you a video one time when I was oh, having yeah. sex. Oh like, yeah, you, you saw my like fucking wang going into uh, some some pee and vagee. But it's very handsome. Thanks, dude. I knew you were gonna. I see wouldn't it, even so. have known. I wouldn't even have known that you had the seven layer burrito. I honestly don't, dude. Like, I like I, I had heart surgery, so like they didn't circumcise <laughs> me. But yeah. like, I literally it's don't have a hoodie. Reason. I don't have a hood. Like, I didn't even know what a circumcised dick looked like until I was, like, in high school. And I was like, that's an uncircumcised dick? Like, that fucking looks crazy that it it wraps around the tip and it's like a fucking whole-ass blanket. Mine doesn't even come up, like, halfway. So, I guess I got lucky in that sense because if it did roll up around the top, I probably would cut that shit off. Yeah, it's like a cock turtleneck. Yeah, it really looks like a turtleneck, man. It's a good analogy. But... Sex, yeah, mine just like, like a snuffleupagus, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking anteater. Yeah, it's just a ridiculous word. I... <laughs> snuffleupagus. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so so you said you're you're not circumcised, but it, your the skin doesn't cover the whole head. Like it doesn't. I like have no skin over my head. I don't know if it's just because it's... the girth is so girthy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but like, I literally like I can't even stretch it like around the top, like. And according to my mom, I wasn't circumcised, but I don't know. That's so weird because I can, and I'm I'm cut like a motherfucker, but I can I can scrunch that bitch up and tie it I, off, dude. I mean, I guess if I really <laughs> tried to make a balloon knot out of it, I like maybe could. Yeah. But like, it's like when you look at it, just like flaccid. It's just like fucking just hangs below the head. I guess I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just you know, it's like not all foreskins are alike, you know. So yeah, maybe some people naturally just encloses the top part. Mine just hangs back. But maybe they needed some type of soft tissue for your heart surgery, dude. Maybe yeah. maybe your valve is your Ooh. foreskin. <laughs> that would be badass to use beating some foreskin. That would That's be probably cool. why I'm such a fucking horny ass motherfucker, man. That makes sense. <laughs> could be. It's, it's in the heart, dude. Could very well be. Sometimes my sex drive is so like intense that like. Like it's hard. I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah, Shell, I mean, you need like my girl hard. needs to be. It's hard all the time, and I'm like, <laughs> you need to be around a lot more because I'm like, I'm getting tired of rubbing out, rubbing one out into like the bed sheet. You know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to drop her a link to this podcast so yeah. she gets the message. Be like, watch the last ten minutes. That's all you need to see. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. from like the first episode we talked about, you had like yellow, yellow walls because of all the cum that was on the walls that you. Uh, that's fucked up. Man. Yeah. On it. <laughs> that's fucking that, was, that was fucked up. I was jacking off like five. Maybe like fifteen times a day. I don't know. It was it was out of control. It's we got to get you right like there. a like a, one of those flashlights or uh, or those. Man, I can still remember. I, th- I think it was on my birthday. You're like, hey, bro, put on this Oculus Rift, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh and yeah. And I thought yeah. I was gonna like play a game, and you put on some porn. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> thing that I don't have an Oculus Rift or a flashlight because I probably would never leave my room. Yep. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, we all tried it. I remember we were in my room. We were all just trying it. We all put it on. <laughs> watch it. I was like, wait, wait, put on this kind of porn. Put on this. <laughs> That's the future, dude. VR. It's not the future, it's dude. It's be way now. more immersive. Yeah, it's the now, Yeah, but dude. it's, it's going to be way more immersive, though. I mean, imagine when, like... Uh, like they have that this this shit so advanced where you'll be you'll be able to actually feel what's going on. Uh-huh. Like that's a that's a whole different level of immersion right there that I don't think we're ready for, dude. I take the, I don't think that's good, dude. It's not healthy. No, fuck no. I think it's terrible. <laughs> Imagine what it's gonna feel like. What it's gonna be like when you can feel getting killed. That that's fucking weird. Like everybody's kind of looking forward to you know being able to bust a nut without actually touching yourself, but. Um, what's going to be like to get like shot in that thing? Like, you know, that's just the range of human experience that you're going to be able to feel that nobody's ever felt before. Like, I don't know. There's something about it. I'm pretty sure you could bust a nut without touching yourself now. Yeah, dude, dry orgasm. I've done done that before. I mean, maybe if I'm like a, like a wet dream or something, but I don't know. You could do it. It takes a while. I've done it like maybe once or twice in my life when I was younger. 
But I remember doing it. And it was like, it was pretty fucking bad. So, so what do you do? Clench so, the PC muscle. So for me, like, I think I, I remember, I, I think it's happened twice, but I only remember one of them very distinctly. I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like crazy. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> Johnson's flexing. <laughs> Will you look at that motherfucker? God damn. Just think about all that, Johnson. You got some competition. Dan, you do have like a fucking massive football in your arm, dude. That's, yeah. that's insane. It's because I'm jacked. <laughs> <laughs> Juice him, bro. It's only, his, it's only his right arm, though. If you look at his left arm, it's like <laughs> yeah. half the size. It's just yeah. all anemic. Some <laughs> <laughs> all the jacking off. Oh, yeah, definitely. Left arm is way Six. smaller. Yeah, dude. Tiny, infinitesimally small. <laughs> so, 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 what's your process again? <laughs> I think so. I remember, I remember one time that it happened. I was like, I woke up in the middle of the night. I think I was having a dream about having sex or something like that. It's probably like, I don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago. And like, I was like so fucking turned on. It was like pre cum everywhere. And I was like, oh, damn, I'm like <laughs> yeah. bust right now. So, I remember I literally just like, touched my balls like the ball skin the sack uh-huh. and then i pulled down the skin a little bit so like to tighten the skin on yeah. like the shaft and i just like that little tiny bit of like like sensation like just i just blew up and like i came all over my stomach and like my face and i was like <laughs> your face, this is your fucking, face. <laughs> it was fucking ever i was laying down and i was like this is fucked up but damn that was like crazy good i mean that kind of like is like a like a cross between like like a what? What would you call it? Like the dream when you dream, like um, a wet dream or nocturnal oh, yeah. emission. It's it's like a it's like a nocturnal emission plus a little bit, just just enough to get you over the edge. Like yeah, it was a, it was definitely a hybrid moment, but it was like ninety eight percent nocturnal, like 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 mental yeah. state. You know, yeah, you but were I, most of the way there already. Well, and I also say that your brain can't really differentiate between what you imagine and what you we actually go through. So. Yeah. There's people who you can think yourself, you can even think yourself in like death. Like there's people like uh, tribes in Africa, they call it the um, pointing the bone, Google that shit. Uh, there's tribes that they have this bone that's like a witchcraft stick and they'll point it at you and like people literally will die like in these rituals that they have. But they don't, when you, you examine their bodies, they die of like heart attack and like like aneurysms and shit like that. Fuck. But it's literally their belief. They believe so strongly that this person's putting a curse on them that they die and they go into seizures. Pointing the pointing the bone. Yeah, pointing the bone. It's a pretty I common. Have a whole uh, different meaning for that phrase. That's very interesting. <laughs> me too. Usually looking at my girl like, yo, I'm pointing the bone. You better be spreading the puss. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I I've heard of people like of those those African tribes like. Like in order to be a man, you would have to like put your hand in a thing full of like fire ants or something. Yeah, it's, it's that, but then, like, yeah, but then like they, they their mind is so strong that they just they just take it, you know, like they just do it, and that's like part of being a man. If you like you 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 like create like your muscle of your mind to just be like feel no pain. Oh shit, dude! This is an abo thing. It's aborigine. Yeah, Australia. Yeah. Man, those guys are wild. Dude. <laughs> They're crazy. Aboriginals. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they have this thing where they like to drink, like, or like, like they like to huff gasoline, like a lot. Oh, dude, can we can we play a song on this fucking thing? Uh, I think so. Dude, you have to YouTube, um, YouTube search Aboriginal gasoline song. <laughs> we have to. This is one of the most ridiculous things you will ever hear in your whole fucking life, and it's a banger. Like it's catchy, but basically the backstory is, um, they had like they have a massive problem in in Australia where Aboriginals will like they'll be they'll walk up to your car, like you're let's say in the store and they walk up to your car and they'll just take off your gas cap and they'll just sit there and they'll be huffing your gasoline, the vapors of the gasoline for a long time, and so they actually had to put out a public service announcement in the shape of basically a pop song sang by aboriginal people mostly youths um basically just telling people like leave the gasoline in the tank please you know stop stop huffing gasoline because it's terrible for you like but i don't know maybe huffing gasoline is just lit but can you get can you get through this that's it that's it yeah I feel bad for them, but at the same time, it's also fucking just super entertaining. <laughs> like, yeah. Huffing gasoline. 
Oh, man. Might get too fucked up or something. I don't know. And they have like a bunch of weird Abor- or uh, you know Australian slang in there. So it's like, don't be a wonga wonga. Like, leave the gasoline in the can. Like, just like <laughs> the lyrics have got to be the most hilarious thing ever. I mean, that's crazy. But it's just man. a super interesting thing. Yeah, dude. That's wild. You, they got to do that to, to fight off all those brown recluse spiders, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> Spider bites unit dies. Yeah. <laughs> that's like their, ah. their self defense mechanism. <laughs> Petrol. Gasoline and breathe yeah, that. Petrol. <laughs> That sucks, dude. I'd hate to live in fucking Australia, man. There's areas that are that are really beautiful, but man, yeah, that place is, seems like a death trap. Like they call it the uh, the Gold Coast. I think that's like the really beautiful part. But I mean, just the fucking insects alone, like the yeah. orb weaver spiders out there, they're just yeah, like, dude, just disgusting looking, man. Like this, like bigger than your fucking hand. It's be like that big, dude. Those things are crazy. Oh, dude, I'd probably die of an aneurysm if I saw one. <laughs> but all of the I hate spiders. Like, they have so many animals out there that are fucking cute as fuck, too. Like, wombats are just fucking adorable. Koalas. Like kangaroos. Koalas are just the cutest fucking things ever. Kangaroos, though, like, they're cute as fuck when they're young. But, man, you've seen those ones that are just, like, just jacked. Yeah. Like, yeah. They look yeah, like box, ja- bodybuilders. And they'll beat your yeah. fucking ass. <laughs> like, they'll drown your dog, dude. There there was a video online, like, a couple years ago that was so funny. It was, like, a guy's dog goes running after a kangaroo. And the kangaroo starts beating the dog. Yeah. So the guy runs up. He's going after his dog. <laughs> yeah, and he fucking that. punches the kangaroo. And then he picks oh, up yeah. his dog. And the kangaroo's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I just got hit. <laughs> you know, but, that thing is just anthropomorphic enough to where you you feel like you should be able to have a conversation with it. Oh, yeah. Dude, there was a video of this guy in his house. And he had, like, a glass walls. And yeah. the kangaroo was, like, chilling. And he was, like, hitting the glass like yeah, like he, just he bumping into it, but like zombie. But then he kept like flexing on the guy. He'd bump yeah. it and like flex at him, you know. <laughs> He's just like crazy ass, like all. Those ripped. things are crazy, dude. Yeah, like, he had like a six pack muscle. Yeah, yeah, he had a six pack, dude, and he was just like threatening that guy. I'm not trying to fuck with those things. Mm. They'll they'll break your fucking femur, dude. You know koalas. Koalas like majority of koalas have syphilis. That's gross. And then <laughs> fucked up, man. They do, and then I think if like. If you ever like make out with a koala, you'll get syphilis. Make out? Who the fuck? Yeah, don't, or like if they spit out. in your eye, you'll have syphilis in your eye or something. So well, I've heard their, why... uh, their claws are really dirty. Like if they scratch you, you can get like crazy diseases from it. Oh, too. really? That's you what I've heard. To, but you have to give know. them amoxicillin before you smash, is all. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, because I know if you go to. If you we go have go ways of dealing with syphilis these days, dude. <laughs> dirty ass fucking. Koalas we live in the, each other. We live in the modern world, so we're gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. All right, then, guys. I think it's a good spot to end this podcast. Right on. Sounds good, man. Thank you, Ruben. For sure, yes, man. Sir. Johnson, a lot of fun. Lovely talking to you, dude. Um, yeah. Now I want to go like either egg that house or like <laughs> go do like a seance or something. Now I think what we should really do is plant meth, then call the cops. <laughs> You're the fucking meth head, asshole. <laughs> Johnson's still harboring that uh, upset from all those years ago. <laughs> Fuck you for calling me a meth head. <laughs> oh, man. All right, then, guys. All right, man. All right, later. You guys be good. So, yeah, bye. bye.